Good morning, everyone. This is Gary Kay, and you are listening to a special AV People edition of my Rants and Rays podcast. I'm excited to be joined today by 37-year industry veteran, Penny Sittler. Penny, how are you? Well, I'm fine. You just make me feel old, though. I, I, trust me, I feel old, too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're director of marketing at Draper. Obviously, you didn't start as director of marketing at Draper, and you've been in the industry 37 years. First off, man, has this industry changed since 1982? Oh my goodness, the industry has changed. Marketing has changed. The company where I work has changed. Um, like many young people, I came into Draper thinking, this is an okay place to start. <laughs> I know I'm going to, um, to grow and be ready to move on and do new and exciting things in just a few years. And by golly, I kept finding new and exciting things to do right where I was. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just never felt I had to move on. I, I feel very lucky that I've had that chance. Well, you, you know, you made a couple of points. Uh, first off, no one really does leave the industry. It seems like everyone sort of moves around within the industry because we you come into this segment of the industry and you kind of fall in love with it. But in your case, not only did you not leave the industry, you started your first job, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, first professional job after college. Um, and you graduated from DePaul the university. Um, it was, was straight at Draper as marketing in, in the marketing function, right? So you've been in marketing your entire professional life. I have, I have. Yeah. And it has been a lot of fun. It's been fun to see, the evolution of projection and display. Um, most, for the most part, of course, given the field that Draper is in, my experience is all on the display side. But it's been, uh, it's been a lot of fun to watch it grow and keep learning. And uh, well, I have a quick question for you that re that relates to that. So, how did a, 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 a someone with a romance language as an international business degree decide that you were interested in technology or was it more that this was a marketing job and that's what you were interested in or how did you come to work at Draper? My interest was really more in marketing and I am at Draper because I grew up here. <laughs> I actually am one of the longtime Draper employees who grew up right in the community around uh, the company. I've known the owners long, longer than I've worked for them. <laughs> and, uh, I just grew into it. And you speak about the community. I mean, there's, is, is, by the way, is Draper the biggest employer in the community or is there a bigger company there or, or how does that work? Cause I know that they're a big, part of the community in general, not just as an employer, but also you're very involved there. Well, our population, uh, the population of the town where we're located is now just a little larger than the employee base of the company. So yeah, definitely the biggest employer in this little town, Spiceland, Indiana. Um, also the largest private sector employer in the county where we're located. And, and the, the companies, uh, I've seen over the years, many times where you've published press releases or talked about um, community involvement. Is that, is that sort of built into the DNA of the company? 
It really is. There's a great commitment to the community here, and it's one of the reasons I'm, I am happy to be here. We've been, uh, our owners are also natives of the area. They have a real commitment to our community, to our employees, as well as to our customers in the industry. It makes a very healthy balance. And so, so you, you started in marketing in 1982 and then went to advertising manager for about 15 years, marketing manager for about three years, and then director of marketing um, now for about, uh, I, I know this, this year technically, I guess, uh, just recently we're given the, the title of director of marketing. Are you in love with technology or, or is it something that you over some period of time developed a love for or do you just like the challenge of marketing to tech to technology buyers well i do enjoy working in the technology field um, but draper is diverse and this is not the only market that we're actually working in so uh, we are working in the pro av market uh, we are also uh, promoting our roller roller shades, our window coverings, uh, which is a very large part of our business. And we have a our gymnasium equipment offering. It takes us into different markets. Um, and uh, I enjoy them all, but I have a real love for the pro AV market. So I want you to think back to 1982, because I've asked all the, I've had quite a few women on the on the AV People podcast series, and I've asked them a similar question. When you went back into 1982, and, and maybe you got your first glance at the the industry, or maybe that was at Infocom or ComTech, I think it was called back then, or where it was that you first realized our industry was, uh, was there weren't very many women in the industry back then. What was it like back then compared to now? To be frank, at the very beginning, I was not attending trade shows primarily because there were so few women there that it was, it didn't seem to be logical. So, I mean, it was a policy or you feel like the industry was sort of like it was so male dominated that the, that it was only, only men were, were offered to go to the show. Is that what you're saying? Or, or explain to what, what you're saying there. Um, yeah, I think that no one thought of it because there weren't any men in the audience there. I think there was also a perception that uh, women might not have authority in with that audience at that time. Yeah, and, and I, I agree with you. I think that that was the case in the early days of the industry. And now what's exciting is, you know, being selfishly having two daughters myself, I've seen the industry change quite a bit. And, and my oldest daughter, for example, is been to, I think, six Infocoms and four ISEs and worked a number of those as well. In addition, we, you know, as you probably know, Rave, we employ probably in the range of 75% of our employees are, are, uh, are women. So the industry has changed quite a bit. And you're a big part of that, by the way. Thank you, because you have been a big driver of the, the women in AV movement uh, through Infocom and Avixa. Yes, that's, that's been very satisfying work. I, I'm glad to have had that opportunity to get involved with the um, Women's Council, the Women of Avixa, and uh, that's, it's been so exciting to make the, that connection. 
uh, with a lot of people to have opportunities to help women move forward. And uh, through the Women of Avixa Council, we've actually created um, dozens of leadership volunteer opportunities uh, for women in the industry as we have formed so many local organizations that uh, make a networking base and a growth opportunity for women in all parts of the industry, including many who are not uh, part of the delegation to a trade show. And by the way, uh, yeah, and by the way, um, you're the ch council chair. So uh, thanks for serving as the council chair there. Um, and, uh, and a lot of the, it's changed quite a bit. I mean, at first it was sort of like a gathering place, uh, committee group that gathered at Infocom shows to now, um, sort of decentralizing away from just the show and having all these regional events that you referred to all, not just all around the country, but now starting all around the world. Um, I'll put a link in how to get involved in the Avixa Women's Council in the description of this podcast. Uh, you can join, it's easy to get involved and there's, um, there's information on the site about the, I believe there's information on the site about the local groups and who runs each, each yes. local group. Um, but is that how you would recommend women that are new to this industry get involved in the industry is immediately join that council? That's an awesome start. We have both the regional groups in almost all of the large, uh, large cities in North America, um, growing, filling the gaps now. And we also have virtual groups for, that are a great opportunity for people who are not close enough to any of those metro areas. I do need to correct you, though. I'm no longer the chair of the Avixa Women's Council. My term ended at the end of 2018, and Brandy Alvarado is the new chair. Okay, excellent. Yeah, Brandy, uh, as, as many people... Uh... Uh, may know Brandy's the, I, I think she's the director of marketing of, um, of uh, RP Visual. Is that her title? If I remember correctly, something in that range or VPN marketing. Um, but you, you, you also yeah. have brand, branched outside of just the United States. You have, a, you have a group, a council in the UK, Toronto, Mexico, um, Oceana. Uh, there's some, a few others that are forming now around the world, right? India. India, you said? Yes, India. Um, I believe we've had some meetings at, uh, in the Middle East. That's one of the extremely challenging areas, of course. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good example of, a, of, um, of a probably similar to the way the industry was many years ago. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so to get involved in the Women's Council, I'll put a link in the, in the link to this uh, podcast. So, so let me ask you another question that will that, be kind of, interesting to see what your response is. So you, you've obviously been to many, many info. Do you know how many infocoms you've been to? Have you ever counted it up by the way? Oh, I haven't. Um, it's not quite as many as, as you would think, but I've been to quite a few. <laughs> so if you think about all those shows you've been to, whether it be infocom or ISCs or other shows that you might've attended over the years, um, you know, technology shows, what one product that you remember seeing whether it be from your company or from some other company, you just remember looking at thinking, well, that's going to change the industry or that's just a game changer as far as technology goes. Do you remember kind of having that moment with anything? 
Well, really, the fun is is presenting something, a, a new product to customer and seeing the light come on in their eyes about what a game changer this could be for them, how this meets a need they've got. And that's happened a lot of times. With, the, with products that, uh, that Draper has shown to clients is, is what you're referring to? Yes, yes. Um, there have been a number of times we were able to do that with projection screen products over the years and more recently with the uh, custom structures that we're beginning to, to bring out in the market. These, these are really, uh, we're bringing something special there. We've got uh, capacity that many other companies in the industry don't have, both in the design and the, um, and the way we can manufacture and project management. Uh, we've got a process that works really well. Yeah, and Draper's definitely one of the leaders in the industry, uh, one of the longest exhibitors um, st uh, still around Infocom and uh, in like you said, you've diversified quite a bit. And I want to ask about one last diversification that I learned about a few, uh, just a few years ago that I had no idea because I think Draper's really well known for screens and now they're custom structures and, and the shading products that you have. But a lot of people may not know that you're also involved in, and everyone has seen these, these in high school gyms, the raising and lowering of the basketball goals in gyms so they can be raised up into the ceiling. Um, that's what you were referring to when you were saying gymnasium products, right? Yes, you might be. You might have seen the the backstops at Cameron Indoor Stadium. Uh, uh, you didn't have to mention that. We uh, <laughs> in Chapel Hill, they're over there in Duke. But yes, I'm familiar. Oh, no, but I thought you might have seen them. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen them a few times, but yeah. And in fact, uh, I would suspect that most people who are listening to this podcast that grew up and uh, going to middle schools and high schools and uh, around uh, the United States have probably seen your back, your backdrops and, and your systems. Uh, so there's, there's that whole segment of the industry that I think a lot of people don't even know uh, Draper's involved in. Of course, Indiana has a huge history of basketball. I mean, it's where basketball was born. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun part of the, of our business as well. And that's one of the ways that we have built our capacity because um, that's working with a completely different grade of equipment than we ever needed to for projection screens. So that's helped bring us into this uh, real ability to, uh, to make whatever we need to make. Yeah, and that's, that's the whole idea behind the custom structures too, right? Is to be able to build something what they want rather than having to take something off the shelf. Congratulations with that. Congratulations with everything you've done at uh, Draper. I think uh, the, the, I th I'm sure that the owners that knew you before you worked there and are glad that they hired you 37 years and one month ago because I'm sure you've helped transfer that uh, you know, that company, uh, tra help transform the company into an industry uh, leader. And I appreciate you being on this uh, special edition of AV People. And I appreciate all you've done for the industry, especially for the Women's Council. Well, thanks so much. I've, I've really found Avixa to be a great uh, venue for connecting across our industry. It's a, I've, I've been happy to have that opportunity to volunteer with the organization. Yeah, and I would encourage others to get involved, whether you're a man or a woman or 
whatever, get involved with the VIXA at VIXA.org. And of course, if you want to learn more about Penny, I'll put a link to her LinkedIn profile in the description of this podcast. In addition to uh, Draper, you can check them out at Draper.com, D-R-A-P-E-R.com. Penny, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And congratulations on the promotion. And uh, I wish you the best for an incredible night, 2019. Well, thanks. And thank you very, thank you. And thank you very much for listening to the special edition of uh, Rants and Raves, AV People edition uh, with Penny Sittler, uh, Director of Marketing at Draper. And everyone have a great day.